What's up, everybody? It's episode 30 of Stick and Ring Podcast, and I got blisters on my feet, but I've also got boys in my grill. How we doing, fellas? But first, a word from Rafa. Oh, God. All right, let's see how this goes. All right, guys, just a quick word from our sponsors. Uh, basketball has officially entered the second half of the season. This is the time for teams to prove themselves to prove if they are contenders or pretenders. Uh, and DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Get in the action now to claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using code THPN during sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. You just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. You'll really feel the sweat like never before. Every dunk, steal, assist means so much more with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy lineup. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players. So what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during signup. That is THPN. Uh, this week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That is code THPN, or as we like to call it, THPN. And you can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Oh, harder, baby. Do it, baby. If that doesn't get you fired up, throw it over the fucking intro music on the podcast version. <laughs> right at that point right there. That got me fired up. That was a good Anyways, one. guys, uh, Stick and Rank Podcast, episode 30. We are back. The sexiest people on Twitch. By far. Like, we are by far the sexiest people on Twitch. Um, YouTube, I, I don't really know that world too. Or Twitter, we're probably more of the annoying people. And Facebook, thank you to the moms. Listen to us. We appreciate it. Um, I'd like to welcome any influencers to the chat. Any uh, any influencers to the to the podcast version, welcome. It's an honor to have you, especially this person from uh, from Twitch here. We got Cat Minecrafter. I believe she was all up here. She was all up in our grill when we were shirtless last time. Don't worry, lots of time to still get shirtless. So. Wait, hang on. Okay. Who, who's we? I think that's just you. Yeah, don't be giving off any false impressions here. You're the only one shirtless last episode. At what? I don't know what movie it was. I forget which one it was. One band, one sound. That's what it is. <laughs> what movie is that from? You guys must know what I'm talking I don't about. Know. I have is no that, clue. Is that from like School of Rock or something? One band, one sound, the essence of teamwork. Where the fuck does this come from, dude? You, that's definitely it, not where you heard it. No, it's from a movie, dude. It's like a drumline. Yeah, the movie's called from the 2002 film Drumline. I might have to bring back Spoil just to get you guys to watch it, dude. <laughs> Literally, sick movie. Um, anyways, boys, today... Listen, no interview coming up today. It's just the fellas, and there's minimal sports really happening to the Canucks right now. So, I mean, we're going to fly by the seat of our pants today. We're going to crush this this episode as much as we can. I wanted to start this discussion out. I wanted to, to kick the tires and just kind of take control of the ship and just guide it one way. And I'm going to give you guys a thought, and I want to have a long discussion about it. Because so far, right. everyone's disagreed with me, and I hope you guys agree with me. And everyone in the chat, I hope you agree with me, too. I should so you all three of us are in the woods. For some reason, we have nothing with us, just hands. We see a grizzly bear, and it wants to fuck us up. Yeah. Can we, can we take it? Three no. of us. No. no. Why no not? Why? Because we each get one hit by it. That's why. 
What I, you you're not taking two hits from a you're not taking two hits from a grizzly bear. You're getting smacked once. You're done. You're on the ground. Okay, you know what? Let's, yeah. let's okay. break this down. Let's be fair. Let's let's give each person the floor for for thirty <laughs> seconds or so and just explain to me how you think it goes down. Like the the process of like this event. Okay. Can I can I say something <laughs> before we get yeah. into this? Okay. Sure. So after I'll let Raph go first for his explanation as to why we can't. But I have a follow up question on this exact or on a similar situation after we're done talking about this. Like, like, do you want me to explain, like, why I think we, like, I told you why I think we can't do it. I think if we try all three of us aggressively rushing this grizzly bear, I think we're all going to just get hit once and we're just going to go down. But the way that I see this playing out, like in a real situation, what's going to happen is Elijah's probably going to try charging the grizzly bear, which <laughs> he's going to get one fun. hit, he's going to get smacked. I'm going to go into the fetal position because I fucking, I know what I'm doing. And then Josh is so, either going to follow suit and go into the fetal position or turn around and run. Yeah, like <laughs> that's that's the that is the breakdown for all three okay. of us. Okay, let me. I'm gonna be like, what's his name? And without a paddle, where I get picked up by the grizzly bear and I just get taken away by it. <laughs> Seth, I think okay, that was look. Seth Green. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, how about this? How about this? Okay, just to make it a little bit more like interesting, we're okay. doing Hell in a Cell with a grizzly bear <laughs> now. No chance. Hell in a Cell with a grizzly. <laughs> now, the advantage that we have is. Like the bear can't climb up like the steel cage, but we can, right? Okay. So yeah, we yeah. Can coor- we can coordinate our attack and like jump on its back and shit. And like one of us can be a distraction while the other two are actually like, you know what I mean? Right? Was this a like, grizzly bear or a black bear? Grizzly. This is a grizzly bear. We'll go into the different <laughs> types of bear afterwards. Okay, wait. How much, Josh? How much do you think the average grizzly bear weighs? The average, the average male grizzly oh, bear. I'm it's going fucking up there. <laughs> I think I'm going for around. 500 pounds, 600 pounds. 270 kilos. So that is... I'm not, yeah. 700 pounds? 700 maybe? 600 pounds. The average average male grizzly bear is 600 pounds. And you're telling us that the three of us can take it on. Oh, no. I just... I'm like like 160. Josh, how much do you weigh? 170. 170. So that's what? 330. Plus Elijah. Elijah, you could like maybe push us. (laughs) I'm going to take my shirt off again and prove it. So what I'm saying is like the three of us weigh the collective amount of a male grizzly bear. Like that's, but then again, like this thing, like we're not also all muscular. You know what I mean? Like a grizzly bear, like, yeah, mind you, it has a lot of like fat and flesh on it, but it's also fucking stocky. Yeah. Okay. So we've gone over. Okay. So this is good because we've addressed We've addressed the the obvious, like the way that the grizzly bear would win. He would just one hit fuck us up, like one after yeah. another. So then let's work together here, like with our minds and our mouths. Let's find a way to beat this thing. Hands only, though. No, like pepper spray, none of that bullshit. Dude, so dude, here's my thought. Saying. Yeah. So, but you're saying hell. So I'm saying like forest, like bare bones. Because okay. I had this idea. This all this this conversation all spurred because we were talking. Me and my friends were talking about hiking. Me and our friends were talking <laughs> about hiking, and just the idea of like what happens if we run into a bear. I was like, there's three of us, like. We either scare it or we fight it. Like one of the two happens. And yeah. like the idea, because everyone always says like, oh, don't run, play dead or run. Like, no, wait, fight the fuck out of it. Wait, hang on, hang on. Sorry, I'm just curious about like how we win this. Do we yeah. win if the bear like runs away because like there's three of us and we scare the shit out of it? Or is it coming at us no matter what? And we actually have to kill like this life thing? or death. You know, I, I've thought about that too. I, I think that's why I chose a grizzly bear. Cause I'm pretty sure like once they decide to fight, like they're not leaving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they don't leave till the job's done or they're done. So oh, what? Would... You're, if you're fighting a bear, you're also supposed to make yourself seem really big. Aren't you like bigger than they are? But I think that only works on brown like, bears. Just... I think or something like bears. that. Yeah. There's, yeah, you're yeah. supposed to do something different depending on what kind of bear it is. Um, 
But so so here's what I'm thinking. Here's here's the first question because I don't think a bear is going to one punch us. Mostly because if I gave you, do you do you honestly think that you can't dodge its first punch or like first swipe? One hundred ten percent. You don't think you can? No, I I don't think I'll be able to. I think I think. How close are you to this bear? Dude, like, well, it, like, like it's is its first swing like within reach. Like, if it swings and you don't move, is it going to hit you? Yes. Yeah. You're not. You're not fucking getting out of the way quick enough, Elijah. I can tell you that what right do you now. Mean, dude? No chance. Are you kidding I've seen, me? I've seen you move. <laughs> I've seen this... you. Remember when we played that like bottle spin game over the summer, where you had to whoever you pointed to had to go like pick up the ball yeah, and just yeah, hug oh, it. I've seen you. Tr- I've seen you trip over yourself standing up. So I mean, like you think you're gonna I fucking over myself today, dude? <laughs> you, you think you're gonna juke this grizzly bear when it swings at you? No chance. I I don't think the grizzly then, bear is very hold smart. On, real in that quick, sense. real quick. El Rammer with a quick point that I was also gonna address. Does E know how big the claws are? The claws on these fucking things are massive, Elijah. Oh yeah, like, they like big. Through your hand. You have no, they're huge. That's just their oh, fucking yeah. paw. Like not even not even including their claws. Now, oh, yeah. here's here's the other thing because I was watching this documentary actually. Um, and it wasn't, it actually wasn't about like grizzly bears. It was just about like, uh, they were interviewing this guy. And, um, he had like a big cutout of a grizzly bear. And he's like, it's my favorite animal. Cause he's like, on land, it is so big and strong. He's like, even if you go into the water, it will get you there too. He's yeah, like, it'll just truck it, through it. It's big as all hell. Like, mm-hmm. dude, you can't escape from this thing. Like, yeah, okay. the only way that you get there, is by running like downhill and that is the but if you're on flat land you're fucking done but even then like grizzly bears are fucking quick no i feel like if you had like a perfect scenario on all fours their legs are too small and they'll actually like trip over themselves but like interesting but that doesn't mean that they can't get up and just like keep fucking going that also doesn't mean that the terrain that you're going to be going down is going to be easy for you to go down and not for the bear to go down 100 you're still running downhill too which yeah. is not easy. Hey, no, I'm hearing a lot of negativity right now. I'm hearing a lot of reasons why we're dying. I want to hear, hear some reasons why we're living. I want to hear why you think we'll survive. So here's my thought is there's <laughs> three of us grown humans. Now, my plan is kind of contingent contingent on the idea that you can dodge the first one. Like this isn't fucking Manny Pacquiao coming at you with speed of lightning. Like, yeah, I get yeah. they're fast when they run, but they don't have like hand speed. Like he'll hit you hard. But if you just like, I don't know, somehow back up and miss it. I just I think if one of us gets his back and we like fucking jam your finger into his eyes and like make him blind or something like that, boom, instant Dude, advantage. You're so how like do you think this thing's not going to swing around? No, I, I like, don't you think, think it's going to stay stagnant. I, it's going to swing I, around. I think it's going to start fucking flailing the, its neck side to side. Whoever jumps on the back is probably dead after that. Have you? They're, they're probably dead. <laughs> so it's a suicide. Okay, have you ever? Yeah, but that's the key to the mission. That that part has to happen. It's like the Death Star, like. That pilot's probably gonna die if it's not fucking Luke Skywalker, but it needs to happen to go to, to blow up the Death Star. It needs to happen. But even then, let's say you take out one of the grizzly bear's eyes, you die. That fucking bear is still going, and that bear is now pissed. No, but he can't see. And then it's now he can't see, we're good through through he can, one, he can smell apart. through one eye. You take out oh. only one eye. That's yeah, big dude. though. Oh yeah, no, dude, two thing. fingers. Yeah, he jammed in there, dude. <sighs> okay. like the horror movies that they do now. I, I think I think we're in conclusion here that like we're like one of us is like whether we kill the spare or not one of us is dead. <laughs> like um, okay, so here let me let me let me advance. <laughs> fucking Twitch user saying Josh is out of shape. Pin this raft. <laughs> um, um, sorry, go ahead, Josh. Well, no, if you're still talking about the bear, 
go ahead. Okay, so I wanted to change it slightly then, and I want to I want to put you guys in the hot seat. How many how many grown men does it take to beat a grizzly bear? Like to be able to kill it? Bare hands. Bare hands. Ten. At least ten. Ten humans. Yeah. Y'all are nuts, dude. dude Look it up. Know. Google it. I'll look yeah, it up right probably, now for you. It's probably an answer out there. Anyways, what we, <laughs> fucking Dan OD4 from Twitch with uh, one DiCaprio. Everyone knows the Revenant scene, dude. He didn't fucking beat. Oh, he did kill the bear, didn't he? And it landed on him, right? Or did yeah, he just he, like. Yeah, but he had a weapon, though. You have to remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did end up um, killing it, right? I think so. So here's my question, then. Okay. Now, I, we, don't, we don't stand for animal violence and animal cruelty. However, what is one animal that you three think that we could take? Like, and like, make it hard. Like, if you're like, you can't say like, Ralph's dog or like. (laughs) What do you have against my dog? (laughs) He just has bad breath. Well, I'm pretty sure if we talked about how many people want to kill that dog, there's millions, dude. That dog's fucking (laughs) annoying. Fuck you guys. So, so what's, what's one animal that you guys think we could take? Like, do you guys think we could take a giraffe or no? (laughs) <laughs> what, what a choice can we kill it i don't know if I, we can do I that i think so just fucking I, how, what are they gonna hit you with other than their feet i don't know you're not, you're not gonna bite you dude it takes too long to get down but but the thing is though is like those things are tall like you have to remember like you have to find a way to get on its back or yeah. something to like hit it in the neck or something i don't know yeah, that's how would you break down? You have to break them in like I feel like they have like six kneecaps in each of their legs. You got to hit them a bunch yeah, of times. Yeah, but dude, but also at the same times, dude. Like they're gonna they giraffes kick, dude. Like they kick, and it's oh. like you think a horse kicks hard, a giraffe fucking will Fuck. murder your ass. Like, <laughs> like remember, remember the remember the scene in Jackass when Johnny Knoxville or when everyone was taking kicks from a donkey and how oh. that hurt, dude. Yeah. Imagine a fucking giraffe. 30 foot fucking animal kicking <laughs> like that's that's ridiculous you know that's true so yeah, that's like so i don't know i was just gonna see like what animal do you guys think we could actually take a goat maybe <laughs> a, goat, a goat would be easy a goat would be easy. Yeah. goats I'm have thinking, that kick also i think i'm trying so, to and a goat, and a goat will headbutt you i think that goat headbutts elijah right in the pelvis he's fucking down I'd and fucking out rear naked choke this goat <laughs> he's out dude Lots of people in the chat right now are saying that we could probably take a pigeon, and I think they are 100% right. We can't take a pigeon if we can catch it. (laughs) Um, I would say wolf, like full grown wolf. I think so. Like, what do you, are you, or sorry, is it just one of us or three of us again? Wolf, the thing you also, also, like wolves are pack hunters. Yeah, but we're just saying one wolf. No, no other, no other considerables, just one wolf, three men. Dude, like a viral video. Dude one, of, it. Dude, dude, one of us is getting bit, dude. One of us is getting bit. Hundred percent. You got it. There's in all of these situations. There's always a take one for the team moment. Okay. You know? So the reason why I asked this is because I remember reading an article in I forget what grade it was, and I forget where it was. It actually could have been in Alberta. Anyway, there was a. It was either a cougar or a mountain lion. I don't know. Cougar ended up like going after this like baby in the backyard oh. and this dad fucking killed it with his bare hands oh yeah. wow see that's 
That's some so, savage ass shit, dude. So like, I'm just saying, like, I don't know how he did it, but I guess he like punched it in the head a couple times and like fucking got it on the ground, like just snapped its neck, and like that's how you did it. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> so like, I and then like you saw the dad, and you're like, okay, that makes sense because this guy's huge, like he was yeah. a massive human. But like, yeah. I don't know, like the three of us, dude, guys that don't work out, like. It's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> I want to I wanna take this back to the bear thing real quick. So I was doing some reading in the meantime because we were obviously talking about how many people it would take to bring down a bear. I think the average answer a lot of people were saying was probably, with their bear hands, was probably saying about six or seven, give or take. Um, right. But I also, in my reading, learned that apparently polar bears are much more aggressive oh, and probably the most right. violent of the all bears. Oh. So how many of us do you think it would it take to bring down a polar bear? 15, Aren't they fucked? They're 20. fucking ginormous too they're like over a thousand pounds aren't they yeah dude polar bears are i'm not looking to fuck with a polar bear dude grizzly bears are little bitches compared to those Here, wait, you know what you know what bear we could take boys but i think oh. we could, <laughs> like 450 kilos yeah you're which is nine which is a thousand pounds for the average male <laughs> <laughs> all right boys suit up so we're going to the antarctic that, let's go dude. find one of those fuckers yeah polar dude. bear Dude, the only bear, the only bear that we could probably take, and I would feel bad about it, would be the panda. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about a koala? No, a koala's koala. way too stoned. Leave him in no, the tree. No, <laughs> He'll just drop something on you. <laughs> I would just fucking hit the panda across the head with a fucking bamboo stick. Boom, you're dead, no. dude. Raph would try. Raph would try and kill it, and then it would like give Raph a hug. And knowing Raph, because he's so soft, he'd just hug it back and be like, "I'm just, I'm, just I'll be like, I'm taking this home with me." Yeah, <laughs> break off like a eucalyptus branch and be like, "All right, let's go, buddy." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dope him up a little bit. Oh. Well, thank you guys for indulging me in that one. I appreciate it. I still yeah. think everyone's wrong. I think the three. I have faith in the three of us. We can't take on a grizzly bear. Hey, we'll have maybe maybe we'll have to one day. Just get some confidence going through there. Hey. You're gonna say just get yeah. some content going and then just fucking <laughs> too, yeah. like, bring the cameras, boys. Yeah. Uh, anyways, guys, episode 30. We've got kind of I don't want to say we have a jam-packed show, but we've got a creative show coming up, that's for sure. Later on, we're gonna do our first ever AMA. It'll ask me anything. And honestly, if you're watching right now and you wanna <laughs> fucking what? comment from Facebook, why does this Tisha person who we don't know have such fire comments all the time? Trigger warning PETA don't watch. I hope I I think they've got about 130 other episodes for reasons not to watch before this. We do not say the most censored stuff here. Anyways, we're doing our first AMA later on. So if you're in the comments right now and you've got a little ask me anything idea, shoot it in the comments. Even if you're not going to be here later for it, we'll answer it. Um, I'll try typing them all down as we go. There you go. We've got some we've got some setup already too. Uh, let's also we're also going to get some Canucks talk and some March Madness later on. But uh, I, I want to finish catching up with the boys. I mean it's. I would say, boys, it's it's springtime, and I do want to say this. I feel a bit rejuvenated. I feel a bit uh, a bit awoken from the inside of my spiritual level because I was able to see a lot of friends the last four days. That was big. There you go. Um, how's life, though, boys? Life good? Yes. Yeah. Life is, With life hesitation. is swell. Life nice. is swell. Um, you know what? Honestly, I agree. Like, I feel like as soon as daylight savings hits, it is a... Just kind of like a, a turning of the page. You know, it's like, okay, like the dark days are over. Like, you know, the sun is ahead. It's just kind of like a nice like switch into like summer mode, which yeah. is really like refreshing for my mental state. So overall, life is chilling right now. Nice. My boy, Raffle, how you doing, man? How you hanging? Good. Tired, drinking a coffee. It's 7 p.m. 
But uh, no, we're good. I, I kind of want to like go off of what Josh says. Like, I feel like yeah, like it is pretty exciting because like the sun's right there. Summer's right around the corner. But like, if you think about it, at this point last year, like the sun was already there. Like, sure. I have tons of memories on my phone right now of it just coming up, being like, oh, like this time last year it was fucking it was sunny. You were outside doing stuff. You know what I mean? And meanwhile, yeah. today it's like raining shit weather. I think tomorrow's also supposed to be pretty crappy. The day before was also not the best. Yeah. So. yeah. I feel like we have, I, I kind of said this and I feel like a, like a hot shot, sexy meteorologist when I said it was, I think I said there's gonna be one more like cold front, one more rainstorm little event. And then we're, and then we're into summer. Like, I don't care if it's early with April, we're into summer at that point. Like, there'll be some rainy days, but we won't have another two to three week, just rain fest. Like, yeah. Just bullshit. Yeah, but that, I don't know. It stopped me from golf. I still haven't got out for my first round of golf yet, so I'm kind of choked at that. Um, but you know what? We're we're hanging in there. Um, <clears throat> Raph, how good? You missed... How good do you think you're going to shoot during your first round of golf? Well, why don't we talk about this? This was actually one of the questions on the AMA, um, but it wasn't really an AM form question. He just there was someone asking if we got out for rounds, and they asked if I shot up above 110. I honestly think I'm confident <laughs> in this year. I think I'm shooting below 98 first round out there. I think the drives will stay in play. I think the irons will be taking the appropriate amount of chunkage out of the ground. And I think the putting will be trash as always. So I'll probably how do you think your your sand game is going to be? I hope not to be in there, but it's actually always fire. I (laughs) I take full swings and they end up right on the green. I'm I'm speed. I'm speed out of the sand. Can you confirm? Can you confirm this for everybody? You know what? I will actually hand give that to Elijah considering how much he's in the sand. He yeah. has had a lot of practice getting out of it. <laughs> um, no, like Sandbagging son of a bitch. That, that's the one thing about Elijah is like he'll, he'll swing. He'll never do half swings. Like it'll be all the way back. But how fast he comes down on the ball dictates how actually f- far the ball goes, which is yeah. very interesting. It's very scary sometimes because <clears> I'm like, holy shit, I'm like full swing from here, Elijah. But then he'll just like slow it down, just like chip it right on. Like, oh wow. So I, I think the biggest thing for Elijah this year is gonna be the driver and the irons. I think that's the so, big thing. So like ninety percent of golf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty like, much. Or I guess like three two out of three components of golf. Well, putting and chipping. I think your chipping's fine. I think you're putting yeah. 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 So I don't know. We'll see. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a big mental test this year. I'm usually a mental midget on the course. I do not like I'm not kind to myself when I'm out there. But I think I've got a new mindset coming in. I think I think I'm gonna have some more fun with it. You know. What is your new mindset? What are you doing? What are you practicing uh, to improve your mindset think, right now? Are you doing like yoga, I, meditation? Like I'm a big meditation guy. That's been that's been. I'm reading now as well. That's also a big big throw to me. But in addition to that, I think I've realized that I'm not gonna be a professional golfer. And as a famous person once said, you're not good enough to get mad. And so I'm going to kind of take that to heart and I'm just going to not get mad anymore. Who is that famous person? Uh, I forget. (laughs) (laughs) I said that famous person. There you go. Yeah. Um, Okay, boys. Let's uh, I have one more one more little thing to touch on before we jump into some hockey talk. But so the squash game today, Raph, you missed out on some squash action, my man. You guys played squash today? I think I was going to go golfing. Uh, we did we some did. driving range. Yeah. Hit the clubs. You know, they were looking well. And then and then we hit up some squash. Josh, you hadn't played squash in a while. You brought up the bionic knee brace. You were looking like a squash <laughs> player out there. How'd you fare? How you feeling? Um, well, how I, tiring I, is it, Josh? Tell me, tell me exactly how exhausted you were at the end of that, because it's a fucking... Dude, uh, well, I'll start with this. I didn't win a game. Nice. Uh, 
That was tough. You lost to Jordan? I lost to Jordan. Oh, tough. I know, but for just like, actually, no, I'm not going to disrespect him like that. So it's fine. Um, <laughs> because that's just me trying to have like a rationale for me being shit. Uh, no, Jordan, Jordan was good. But like the rock bottom for me was being down 18 nothing to Bailey. Oh, yeah. 21. I did have a pretty sick shot to, to actually get one. <laughs> and then the score proceeded to be 21 to two. Um, oh, I mean, it's not bad. It was, uh, it was a grind. The, the first game against the Lodge was good. I still lost, but it was competitive. I liked it. Yeah. Second game against the Lodge, I got absolutely murked. Um, nice. I, just, I couldn't get anything going, but. I, you know what? I've always really liked squash. It's actually a very fun activity. It's, it's very fun. It's just, it, it's nuts. Like, it's like, te- it's better than tennis, in my opinion. Yeah. You just, I think the one thing that people underestimate when they play squash is like, you never really assume how much running back and forth you're going to be doing. You know what I mean? Because like the court is so small. But the court like, is so small. The ball is so fucking at. Like, do you guys remember what kind of stiffness ball you played with? Because I think they it was, rated on like a one, two, a three. It was the two dot. Yeah, yeah, that's still like fairly bouncy. Yeah, like you're hitting that thing and it's just going everywhere. You're just trying to get to it in time. It's just like it's just like doing line sprints. You know, it's like doing the beep test almost, just constantly and hitting a ball at the same time. Yeah, dude, and it gets fucking hot in that box. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think that's the Uh, biggest thing. So I'm gonna give the listeners a tip right now. This is for all the listeners on kind of how to go about your year here, your next couple seasons. My biggest piece of advice that I can give you through life is. If you're going to get a pedicure and you're going to have someone shave off the calluses on your feet, do not do it like right before you start being active again after eight months. Because I am, <laughs> my feet are, they look like the Flintstones feet. Like I have blisters everywhere right now. I've got the one on my left foot. It looks like it's a blood blister. So it's just like dark red. And then the one on my right foot is just like the entire, like the entire pad of my left toe or my, my big toe is gone. It's just torn off. And that's all because, like, I was sitting there at the pedicure, and they were like, I don't know, have you guys gotten a pedicure before? No, no never. I think we talked about it already last time, right? Yeah. Uh, I got Maybe. One. But, like, they do, like, they do the pumice scraping where they, like, scrape off your calluses or, like, you know, like, dead skin pretty much. But when they were doing that, I was like, fuck, like, that's hard to build up, dude. Like, you have to get blisters to get those. Yeah. And so it went, like, today, when it was within five minutes of playing squash, I was like, yep, there's one. And then, like... <laughs> You start pivoting the other way, and you're like, oh, okay, we got double pad going on now. That's great. Tough. But I will say this to wrap wrap up my squash idea is that my body, it, dude, I feel like I got stoned for, for 30 minutes. And I don't mean marijuana. I mean, like, rocks thrown at me. Like, that's what it feels like. Yeah, so completely destroyed. Elijah, do you think you can beat a 10-year-old who grew up playing squash in squash? No, no. chance. I think I might be able to, I might be able to beat a 70 year old who grew up playing squash. I can't move around, dude. Like it's so much bending over. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. If you, if you actually like, if you're an amateur, if you've never played squash before and you actually are interested in the sport playing, it's fun. Yes. Do that. But it's almost more fun to just go watch people who constantly play squash because they're so good at it and they're so old and weird. That's what's great. So go check that out. If you haven't had a chance to yet. Local squash um, courts everywhere. Have you guys ever played racquetball? Uh, I no, think so. I, Once, I've watched maybe? it before. It's much easier, right? The, I thought it was harder. 
No, I thought the ball is smaller and it's it's more fancy. No, so and the rackets are smaller. The ball is bigger. Yeah, it's like eighty times bouncier, and that's what makes it hard. Like it is some of the hardest. Like it, if if you're not if you're actually not like paying attention, like it'll smoke you. Yeah, And, (laughs) and the thing with like squash is like most people hit it off like the side walls and everything like that and it's very rare that you get one off the back wall yeah in racquetball it's like open season pretty much fucking anywhere and it's loud too which is even kind of alarming josh do you wear a cup when you play racquetball no no would you no um but when i did play racquetball and squash in in pe in grade 11 and 12 they're like wear safety glasses or like yeah. the goggles because yeah. like that shit can can come at you hard if you're not ready okay. oh absolutely so that's the, that's the difference between the two right like squash when you're playing the, the the squash ball dies after its first bounce like it whips against the wall but after that yeah. it's dead the racquetball one dude it, it like picks up speed it's fun oh yeah no oh, it like bounces off of like the rotation then yeah 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 like, it does not lose bounce to lacrosse ball like how bouncy that one is yeah yeah it's you like put like a little top spin on it and it just goes yeah like oh like the racquetball is just as bouncy as that it's not as heavy obviously and not as intense but like it's like a traditional bouncy ball yeah so anyway yeah i'm definitely wearing a cup yeah <laughs> not take, i'm not taking a racquetball to the sweet and sours and going down <laughs> dude you would you would be fine i do not i don't want to see you wearing a cup when you when you play squash for the first time that's no squash will be either. i've played squash with you before squash will be fine racquetball different story oh racquetball yeah yeah let's put on all the protective at that point fuck yeah helmets Crazy. everything no conkies yeah <laughs> keep keep it. care of that brain noodle boys um okay boys let's uh let's move on let's get to some canucks talk if you're uh if you're not a sports fan we're sorry we're canucks podcast we have to remind ourselves that once in a while but what's up to the Canucks? I'm going to now <laughs> here's the fucking catch because half the people here, anyone listening right now, if you're a negative Canucks fan, this one's for you. And this is also for like, I don't know, the five to 10 shitty reporters in Vancouver who are just fucking negative Nancy's every single time the, the team could win 12 in a row and they'd write negative articles. So for the shithead reporters also in Vancouver, this one's for you. It's called a fucking spin zone. 17, of a possible 22 points in the last 11 games. That's what I like to call a fucking win, Josh, even after last game. That sounds pretty good, right? Dude, we're fucking cashing in right now. That's all I have to say. Vancouver is taking advantage, and if we're losing games, we're at least going to overtime. We're not getting shit on anymore. We're losing one-goal games. That is very nice. It's nice to not watch Tyler Toffoli just shit on our defense and just light four in a row like he did in the beginning of the year and fuck Montreal, man. Like actually fuck Montreal. I am not a fan of that team. And it's not just because my dad cheers for them. I just, everything that Montreal is kind of like, just, I I don't know. I just, I don't like them. I just, there's something about that team that like, it drives me crazy as to how good they are. And I just yeah. I can't I can't figure it out. I just I I'm not a fan. You know, is it Carey Price? No. It's just like everyone's playing just like good. Like no one's mm-hmm. having like some all-star season and like carrying the team. It's just like everyone's just playing at like a like just a level playing field of good consistency. Um but yeah, That's, right. That makes it uh, makes it hard. Yeah, exactly. But the I mean we've we've talked about this on end. 
uh, every time we talk about the Canucks, and it's it holds true every time, is the fact that they we're all in the same division, man. It makes it it makes it very make or break when you play these games. Like you can, you in that sense though, everyone's saying everyone's looking at games in hand and how much the point difference is. If you beat if you're chasing a team and you beat them twice, that's a huge swing. Like that mm-hmm. that's not just four points. That's like an eight point swing when you have mm-hmm. the chance to play the team you're chasing as much as you do this year. Yeah, just a very yeah, but- very different year. Just see like how behind we are with Montreal because I think we've played like what four more games than them and then we're still two two points behind I think in the standings or something like that. But I think the Canucks now get a break, do they not? Uh, no, we play two more games and then we have a break. Against Winnipeg, right? Tomorrow yeah. and then two days after. Yeah, Monday, Wednesday against Winnipeg, uh, six and six thirty o'clock, and yeah, I think uh, that's those are kind of the two biggest games coming up here, obviously. The the one thing I will say, and we were kind of correct on the Salaja, which is not always happening when we talk about hockey, is yep. we took advantage of the two wins against Ottawa. Thanks for coming, Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Um, we gave them a point just to like kind of make them feel good, which is always nice too. Mm-hmm. And we split with Montreal, which you know what I would say is a good case scenario. It's not the best, it's a good. So uh, dude, like Thatcher Demko, man. Like, is this guy not the All Star of the season right now for for Vancouver? Yeah, he's. It, it, it's crazy to think that because that's how good of a March he's had. Because he had a shit February, he had a shit January, mm-hmm. and and here we are, right? Like, and he's and he's played that well that he's probably the MVP of this team at this point. Like, so it's it's nuts to think. And I want to ask you this as well, Raf. Yeah. Uh is it? bad that now again the season's not over so anything could happen but is it bad that the canucks are rocking two back-to-back seasons and your best player is your goaltender is that alarming when you have like an elias Pettersson, bo horvat quinn hughes brock besser on your team is that alarming for like thatcher demko and jacob markstrom to be your best players in back-to-back seasons i don't necessarily think it's alarming i think it's more stressful than anything on their end you know what i mean yeah. They kind of like because like like I think we can all agree that like a goalkeeper on a hockey team is kind of like it's like it's like the glue that keeps the team together. You know, it's like it's a foundational element that you require. So it's like sure. they're already stressed out as it is. Like every goal that goes in, it's like you're going to be looking at your keeper. You know what I mean? Like it's primarily what you're going to focus on. But I think now because, like you said, like they're considered the best player on the team, it's like it's just added pressure that they don't necessarily want to have. You know, mm. that's kind mm-hmm. of how I see it. I don't necessarily see it as being a bad thing. Elijah. Yeah, I think um, it's funny. I went on uh, earlier this week. I was on 650 with the large gas guys just doing coming on for 20 minutes to talk Canucks and stuff like that. And they asked the same question. It wasn't they they asked it more um, not so much in the back to back years format, but more just the idea of is it sustainable this year? Mm -hmm. And my answer stays the same for both, though, is that if you're going to win, someone has to play out of their mind like. It's just kind of the yeah. way this league is. Like you, yeah. you lean on maybe not out of your mind, but to win in the NHL, I mean, someone's carrying the load. It, whether it's whether it's like Alexander Ovechkin back in 2010 to 2014, or it's or it's Sidney Crosby when he first came in the league. Like, there's a reason that you draft these players and you and you consider them the cornerstones of your franchise is because that they're there to do what he's doing. Right? He's it's it's okay. not so much. I, I think it's I think you got to be less weary about it and more more sure-handed and saying like yep okay our goalie situation is like solidified and on top of that we don't have to worry about it for a while because he's pretty young like that's that's kind of the way i look at it i guess 
I guess my one thing with all this is I find it like a little bit concerning because you, like you said, like, you know, you have certain franchises that lean on, you know, Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane and Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin and Alexander Ovechkin, the list goes on. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just find it bad that we can't as a, as a fan base and as even management or even as the team can't lean on Elias Pedersen, Quinn Hughes, Brock Besser to get the job done because Demko can only do so much. Like all he's going to do is stop the puck. But at the end of the day, you, one of you guys still needs to put it in the net to win. Yeah. So, you know, like that's only like one half of it. You know what I yeah. mean? And, and I, see, I know, I know what you're saying. Like you're kind of, you're kind of wishing it's kind of like when you're, it's the opposite when you're scoring so much, you're saying to yourself, man, I hope we can have a game where our goalie steals one just to like, know he's there. Yeah. It's the opposite what we're dealing with. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. you kind of, you kind of wish in that, in that game yesterday with the Canucks, you kind of wish oh, it was a high scoring game. You had Holpe in that I know, but that's kind of one where you said, oh, I wish we could have just outscored them, you know, and maybe not leaned on the big save. Mm -hmm. I, I do see what you're saying, but I think whenever you want to win in this league, you, your goalie has to play well. It's just what, when you frame this question or when you ask this question and any, anyone that does, it's you, you're, you're noticing that he's, he's playing better than he should have to. But in the end, like it's a very fine line of being like, he's playing way better than he, he should have to. And in between is somewhere like what you'd want there to be. And then on the other side is like, he's just playing not well enough. You know, like, I right, feel like yeah. that's a very thin line. And it's not, yeah. not a terrible thing to be there for 20 games where he's playing lights out. It's just like, I worry. Yeah. Like, cause I, I worry about it. Not saying that I think Demko is not sustainable. Like, can he keep up this much success? I don't know. You know, it's hard to say this is technically his first regular season as kind of like the starter, but I, I just look at like, you know, where would the Canucks be? if Demko wasn't playing this well, you know, like who's actually going to like step up because up until Demko stepping up, this team was dog shit. And yeah, like, we basically wrote up like, our season. And we're, and we're still on the outside looking in. Like, let's not forget that. Like we're not yeah. in a playoff spot right now. Demko close. Is, it, close, but Demko is keeping us in the hunt for sure. Yeah. But, you know, eventually like you can't just lean on this guy to make, 35 40 saves like it just it doesn't like you're either gonna wear him out and he's gonna get hurt like markstrom last year because he's gonna play too many games and then you're gonna be forced to start holtby who just can't buy a win right now which is really unfortunate um so like that's kind of the concerning point is i think like the offense still needs to get back to where they were last year and like just have yeah. the occasional break for demko well, you know, it's mm -hmm. four or five goals. So if Demko lets in three, big, big deal. Not, not the end of the world. Yeah, I, I, this is what I appreciate about you, Josh. Though, is you see, you see the parts that can be a bit, uh, they could be a bit worrisome. But once again, mm -hmm. bringing it back to what we we introed into the se segment, what with the idea, like the wins are coming, right? They are, and, and, and then that's it's the thing. As yeah, long as it's a good. Coming, yeah, it's it's a good it's almost like when you have two goalies playing really well, it's like, well, you got a good situation, you got a good problem on your hands. Yeah, like, yeah, we've got, we've got a, yeah. And and the other note that I'd make is that 
it, uh, all while this is happening and Demko's playing out of his mind, I know we want forwards to just score at will and, and win the game that way at least a couple times. Mm-hmm. But they are scoring. Like they are producing offense. They are. I would say the forward and the diff- like the the group of five players on the ice for the last fifteen games or so. Maybe it's a little less. Maybe twelve. Just the entire month of March have been outplaying the other team almost every game. I'd say there's one or two exceptions. Every single other game, they have been outplaying them for way more than 75% of that game. So that's where I'm comfortable with them. That's because they're they're doing some other not on the stat sheet things. Can I I ask you one more thing, Elijah? Not about goaltending, just about Vancouver. 100%. Dude, and I'll ask Graf to see if you saw it. Dude, JT Miller's OT winner against Montreal. Filthy. That, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Like just like I think I remember seeing the goal live. The dirty dangling just put price in a fucking blender. See you later, Carrie. Um yeah. or maybe that or was Jake Allen starting that game? I think that could have been Allen, maybe. Yeah, uh, I think it was Price. Was it Allen? No, it was Allen played the first one and then Price played the second one. Oh, uh, okay. How many yeah. times did we play Montreal? Twice. Oh uh, that was twice. Or like total of the season? No, no, no. Like in the last two. Just twice. Twice. Right? Yeah. Yeah, but we, I, I we think... played them the, the week before. We also played them twice. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, see, that's the other thing. It's so hard to keep track of. Like, it's like, when did we beat Montreal? Was that two weeks ago or was that, like, a couple games ago? Because it's just, yeah. like, same yeah. But regardless, <laughs> dude, is JT Miller back? Like, you know, like. I would say so. I think he's starting to find his feet, man. Like, he's starting to look good. And, you know, maybe, like, the Canucks have finally figured something out. Just like Elijah's golf swing. Hey, I may, may have figured may have figured something out here. Yeah, hey, boys, um, I figured it out. I watched a YouTube video. Maybe JT Miller watched a YouTube video. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How to not how, dish pizzas right up the middle. How to how to deep carry Price out of his goalie pants. Jake Allen, come on, come yeah, on, Josh. Fuck, Josh, what are you drinking there, Josh? For all the listeners, he just took a big swig of something healthy looking. Dude, no free, no free ads. Oh, that's no right. Free yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. the only the only ad I'll give is that it's not it's not a soda pop it's not a diet coke it's not a it's not a white claw, no nope. changed man hey no we're going boys I can't believe I didn't fucking write this down we're gonna move on from Canuck stock for those wondering right now so we're moving on from Canuck stock we're pivoting here how the fuck is the workouts going boys how's the body how's the temple doing let's hear it. Josh, it needs uh, <laughs> they're picking up again. I'll tell you it's, that it fell off. The wagon's off. What happened? A little bit. Like these weights are collecting dust, dude. Like they're collecting dust yeah. right now. Need to start walking okay. it out. All right, you come back to the. You come back to Josh's basement gym. What's what workout are you doing? Uh, what are you jumping in with? D- dumbbell bench press. Just Some walk. chesticles. <laughs> fire them up. Yeah, Just five days a week. Yeah. <laughs> all, all the best. All yeah. Dude, I've I've fucking I've fucking fallen off the wagon this week. You have too? Well, it's just temporary. Like I know I'm gonna get back into it, but like fucking I went out drinking Friday too. And it was just like it was tough on my body. Saturday came home, didn't want to do anything. Friday didn't work out, Thursday didn't work out, so it's been a little bit. Today not working out because I'm here. Tomorrow maybe we'll see. But it's like the more that you I feel like the more days that you take off, the more it's like, oh, I could take another day off. You know what I mean? Yeah, you slowly fall out of that habit, and then it's really difficult to get back into. It's a big fucking domino effect. Yeah, there's a famous quote. I don't know if it was from Nike, but I saw it on a shirt somewhere, and it was like some fucking five year old wearing it. It's like yesterday you said tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, that really hurts. Um, (laughs) 
Yeah, so, I hate I fucking hate reading those say, those motivational sayings because like I they hit me the same as they hit other people. I just never follow through with them. So they kind of lose their their allure after a while. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> how, how are yours, Elijah, since you brought it up? I assume you're well, going well. Listen, I am I am the master of the spin zone. So I've been working on my my mental strengths lately is what I've been doing. Oh, yeah, I've been, hard. I, uh, I bought. So this is I mean, this is kind of a it's not really a spoiler. But I, I bought a book for the first second time in my life I've ever bought a book. That's like a huge fucking achievement. I've only ever bought one other book and I read like 30 pages of it, turfed it in the, in the, in the trunk after that. Uh, <laughs> but I'm loving this book. It's it's uh, This is a free shout, I suppose. Uh, it's, it's a book called Crossroads. It's written by Caleb Dahlgren, a survivor of the humble Broncos crash. Um, I've been in talks with, trying to get him for an interview. So that's kind of the spoiler part I was talking about. So I'm trying to get him out. Um, but yes, phenomenal book so far. And the first for the first time of reading, I'm actually engaged, which is weird for me. But mental strength, Josh, that's what I've been working on. There do you, you find go. that? Do you find that when you start reading for a little bit, you just start getting tired? Yeah. Like, do you get I'm that the, feeling? Like I feel like I can read and look at shit on screens like all day, no problem. But the moment you give me like a physical book to read, then it just becomes a problem, and I get really drowsy. I, I've been kind of the opposite, where it's not not quite the opposite, but it, it relaxes. Like I do feel tired, but I first I feel relaxed. Like I, I would say stress and like anxiety have kind of been doing its own thing with me lately and so yeah. like finding unique ways to just naturally feel relaxed like that and talking to you guys those yeah. i'm recognizing are like yeah i do get tired at the end of it but it's almost a good thing because it's like your body's had a chance to just fucking chill for a little while and then yeah. and then you get tired like that that's when i feel good about it actually okay i get that that makes sense you dig i love I'm thinking what you're putting down second spin that. zone Second spin zone. My girlfriend got her eyebrows microbladed. I think I talked about that a week ago. So it's her fault because she's my gym buddy. We can't go. She's not allowed to sweat. It's an open wound. So I think her her like microblade quarantine ends tomorrow. So we're mm -hmm. both going to get a month gym pass at the rec center. And we're going to fucking get on it again. Dude, dude. your summer bod is going to be sick. Dude, <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys like have you guys gained weight in the, like the last few years? I don't no. know like what your weight situation is. I've been steady. 160 fucking to 170. Jo fucking Josh's diet somehow does not like balloon this boy <laughs> up. I don't understand it. Anyways. Josh's body is just used to it. He just has a metabolism that's designed specifically for taquitos yes. and fucking, what is it? Tropicana. Yeah. <laughs> Tropicana's fucking good, dude. Or Tropicana Fruitopia. Oh, yeah. yeah Fruitopia. Fruitopia. So good. That's some, that's some fake ass sugar right there. Um, this because you guys will gain weight one day just getting older this the amazing thing is like yes it happens slowly but you get to notice like all the very specific places that you're gaining weight like i will this is when when you guys do start to do it notice your breasts i want you guys to pay day-to-day -day attention to your breasts like all aspects of it the top the bottom underneath the armpit check your yeah. breasts because it grows in the weirdest fucking way all josh does is chest workouts nothing's gonna change for him <laughs> so look at him. Dude, I look like a actually never mind. I was gonna say, like I look like a I look like a middle aged schoolgirl right now. <laughs> I have I have somebody in chat asking right now if an old fat me will look like Danny DeVito. And I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I think know that's fucking that. bang on, dude. I think I don't think I look on. like Danny DeVito. <laughs> no. No Maybe chance. Not. I'm already taller. There's yeah, a lot yeah. of flaws in it. It's it's almost like a hair. I'm hoping for it, if anything. You're hoping for it? <laughs> yeah, seriously. That would be quite a look for you, man. I'll start a sitcom. I'll do it. it. Uh, boys, do we want to talk some March Madness at all? I mean, like, this. The, here's the thing, is that I want to talk March Madness, Josh, 
but you and I, like, we're not a college basketball podcast. I don't really give a fuck about that part, but it's the fact that I feel like I've been so entrenched in my own bracket and, like, watching every game that I haven't really taken, like, an analysis on the tournament. You know what I mean? How many many upsets have you had in your bracket thus far? I'm... (laughs) josh you can can go first let's talk let's let's not call this segment march madness let's call this segment march my bracket sucks fucking ass let's Uh, i've already titled it madness in march well first of all at least elijah submitted one i thought i did but it never actually went through so that was a difficulty but what i will say rap is my bracket the first game i had ohio state (laughs) beating oral i think i had them into i think i had them in like the elite eight and then i had them getting bounced yeah um so it wasn't that big of a deal i'm like our buddy jordan who literally had them winning the entire tournament because he's a buckeyes fan so it it was a number two seed yeah and they got bounced in the first round that's (laughs) tough so so the first game what like just it it, well i didn't fuck it but i knew like it wasn't going to be correct like yeah there have been I think you can actually Google certain things. It's like things that are more likely to happen to you than having a perfect March Madness bracket. Okay. One of them I'm pretty sure is being like struck by lightning. Okay. Winning the lottery. Yeah. Uh, and there's like some other crazy shit in there. Like it is, That's nuts. it dude, like it is hard. Like the, it's basically just having like how many games are actually played. Like in the first round, to have a perfect bracket coming out of the first round, you have to basically parlay 32 fucking games and not get a single wrong. That's impossible. Like, yeah. Yeah. that is legit impossible. Like, Elijah took... Elijah, what was your California Dreaming bet that you had? How many games? What was your parlay? It was three. It was three it was puck three, line bets. It was a three-game puck line bet, took the underdogs. How much did you pay to get in, and how much did you make? Uh, mine... I think mine was only, like, a... F- Five no, it was a twenty dollar bet, twenty dollar total bet to win fourteen hundred. So it was about like one in seventy odds. I think that is. So like put wow. that in perspective, like three underdog teams, twenty dollar bets to win thirteen hundred bucks. Like yeah. that's yeah. fucking crazy. Now you factor in March Madness, where obviously there's going to be some upsets in terms of the seeding, but you don't know which games those are. Like it, it's impossible. Like so, I don't think anyone's ever. I think there's only ever been one in the history of March Madness. One bracket. I don't. I don't one. think anyone ever has. One really? person in chat just posted the odds. It's one in 9.2 quadrillion <laughs> to have a perfect March Madness bracket. And I'm not going to read out the entire number because it's fucking long. But how many that's digits what it is. is that? How many one, digits? One, two, three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, like eighteen, nineteen digits. One 19 in nineteen fucking yeah. digits. Dude, that looks like my salary. That's fucking nuts. I never thought I'd see it yeah. that high again. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> Um, this is this is the one thing I can respect about March Madness, though, because like you guys know, I'm not a huge sports guy, but and I personally find basketball to be one of the most boring sports to watch. That's just my I, opinion. I do too. I do too. But like the cool thing about March Madness is I like how the tournament's done in a one and done style, not essentially like a like best of kind of style. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like the stakes are high in every single game. Like you could have like we said like first second seed teams just getting bounced in the first round, and it's like all right, see you later, and it just completely mixes up everything else. Like it's interesting. This, in that is, sense. this is why I like someone needs to remind me at the beginning of March. Every time I have this fucking thought, like I always tell myself, like, oh, I should go get like Megan and, and people like Raffle who don't watch college basketball or don't even care about it, or like even my coworkers to fill out a bracket. Is because yeah. I tell myself, I'm like, 
uh, I don't want to explain to them like what a seed means or I want to yeah, do that for yeah. Rafa. There's some people you would. And but then like something like this happens, don't tell them anything, dude. Just let them fucking pick. <laughs> like they would do You'll better. You'll never than know, me. dude. It's yeah. so junked. <laughs> so the the one thing I wish that could happen, and this would be fucking crazy, E. But yeah. just based on the way that the sport is played, it would never work. But dude, if there was a March Madness like football for college, that would be fucking wild. That would be that, nuts. That would be nuts. Yeah, would actually I would add like so like your your number one seeds would be like Clemson, Ohio State. Alabama and like and I don't know like LSU, and then like See, your, num- your number twos would be like I don't know Notre Dame, like the like Georgia that type of thing, Oklahoma. That you that would be electric. I, it'd be very different from football. It's just a very different sport, you know. Yeah. Like, well, I think just in terms Matt, of speed that it would be played at as well. Yeah, you know? and like how quick the tournament is. Like these people do. This is what like uh how many teams are there? Sixty four. Yeah, 64. Uh, six, 64 teams, and they finish the tournament in, like, I don't know, like, seven game days? Something like wow. that? Seven Good or eight, them. maybe nine game days? No, yeah, like... There's days they, in between, like, once you... There's breaks after the once, second round. Once but, you once you get into the Elite Eight, there's there's breaks. Like, it's a weekend break. Or, like, yeah. four days four days break. Yeah. Before you get Anyways, into, like, the Final Four. <clears throat> I, wanted to, I wanted to bring this up, because Shane brought it up on the in the chat as well, and it's kind of... Kind of dumb, like they don't get to see it because it's in our Twitter chat here. So to the Twitch chatters, the one who put out the odds, you're actually fucking wrong, L Rammer, because it's a good point that not every team is equal. Like it's not when you have a one versus sixteen seed, that's not a 50-50 matchup. That's not mm-hmm. the odds. You can't really account for the odds because if you're gonna computer generate what the odds are that a sixteen seed beats the one seed, it's like less than one percent. So it's actually a, a little bit lower of a number than that. But in the same sense, I did look up. No one's ever had a perfect bracket. The farthest that someone's ever made it is the Sweet 16. I think this guy in 2017, he had his first 39 games correct. That's crazy. Oh, wow. Fucking nuts, dude. I've always, wondered, I've always wondered, like, who fucking screwed him? Like, what game? What <laughs> yeah. game was it? What upset was like, holy shit, like, I'm going to do this. But, like, this, this team has upset so many teams, and you're like, holy shit. Like, I'm I'd looking be at, upset. yeah. I'm looking at it right now, and I wish I remember what happened in the rest of that tournament. But yeah, it's like it's crazy just seeing a bunch of green check marks. Like, fuck, <laughs> so <laughs> jealous. And then you guy. look at your bracket, you're like, oh. <laughs> well, dude, this is like I'm looking at one side. Like he had UC. This is a year that UC Irvine is a 13 seed and Oregon as a 12 seed one, all, yeah. both in the first round. So like he's got some crazy upsets left and right. And he's picking all of them. Good for him. Yeah. Do you think he Anyways. knew? He knew going into it. Do you think those are just like shots in the dark? I think what do you mean? Shots. No I one think. knows, ref. No one. <laughs> okay, it's I'm impossible. just saying, dude. Fuck. Possible. <laughs> yeah. And anyway. okay. Did we did we run that barrel dry a little bit? We did. Are we good to go. Okay. What's up, y'all? And greetings from the hockey city of Smashville, home of the Nashville Predators, and home to a new hockey podcast, the Catfish and Ice Podcast, a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Join hosts Chad Benton, Rich Howe, and Colin Bluin every week as we bring to you hard-hitting and unfiltered Nashville Predators hockey analysis while also diving into the entertainment and music world here in Music City. We have a lot of fun doing it. Now is the time. Join us for the ride, hockey fans. 
New episodes of the Catfish and Ice podcast every Tuesday and Friday. Download the Catfish and Ice podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever else you get your podcast. Okay, are we? Let's do our "Ask Me Anything" segments here. Let's jump into it. I wish we had some sort of promotional video, like "Boom, Ask Me Anything." It's been, you know what? This is the thing about the "Ask Me Anything"s or the even the mailbag, whatever we're calling it here. It's a definitely a good segment, but we got to find a way to get more preemptive interaction. You know, fact. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's actually harder to find. And this is my point: is I think you need to. I think for the AMA to work, you need to ask. A pretty specific question like ask me anything about relationships we always say that or, or like ask me anything about my genitals or ask me anything about like my past school experiences things like that you know yeah i hit you with that. a would you rather question even that too um okay so let's jump into the ama first question what should we let's go to shane's shane's question first because he was i think he was up on this one like six days ago he was all over it so his question, if I had it right, was would you rather sweat maple syrup or have Cheeto dust constantly growing on your fingertips? <laughs> on all your fingertips, you got Cheeto dust happening. Oh, uh, I'd sweat maple syrup. Bro. I think wrong so. answer, Josh. Uh dude, I'm going with the Cheeto, the Cheeto fingers, dude. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> to hear you talk about this. How how are you gonna sweat maple syrup and live your life? I just think at the end of the day, maple syrup will be ultimately more appealing to the general public. Because think about how fucking disgusting it's going to be when you, what's it called? When you just start getting Cheeto dust on legitimately everything uncontrollably. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're not going to, like you're just going to be like, oh shit, I cleaned off my fingers. Oh, it's back. And you just wet touch something. You know what I mean? Like think about how many things you touch with your hands all day. I can control how much I'm going to be sweating. Like obviously there's going to be days in the summer where it's like I sweat a little bit more than other days. But it's like, I can always do things to combat that. You know yeah, what I mean? But, you but, can't do it. Like, what are you going to do about your Cheeto fucking fingers? You're going to wear gloves every day? Yes. That's actually a really good point. But, Raph, let me ask yeah. you this. Yeah. What happens when your nuts start fucking sweating and then everything gets sticky? And, like, oh. that's bad. Like, think of, like, think of, like, where you sweat. Like, obviously, yeah. like, your forehead, sure. Like, you can reduce that by not doing physical activity. Yeah. But, dude, like, on a hot, sweaty day... And Brother. you've got some grundle and you've got some grundle sweat, dude. That's getting sticky and you're smelling like a maple tree. <laughs> that's fine. At least it smells like maple tree. At least it doesn't fucking smell like Cheeto dust everywhere I go. That's but, the thing that that's one of also the big reasons why I'm okay with sweating maple syrup, because it doesn't ultimately smell that bad. Like, yeah, you're right, it'll suck for me. Mm-hmm. It'll be super fucking shitty for me, but it's not gonna be as impactful towards everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, how fucking annoying is it going to be, Josh, when I can't go out for a beer with you without you getting Cheetos all over the glass? You know what I mean? <laughs> Are you picking up what I'm putting down here? Yeah, I guess. But, like, what happens, like, when you're in an interview and then you just start sweating because you're nervous? <laughs> yeah. And, like, and your hands get sweaty and you shake the dude's hand and it's just... Let's not fucking talk about shaking hands right now, Cheeto fingers, all right? Okay, but what if, what if you're... Out of the two, though, what's easier to, like, if someone shakes your hand and you get Cheeto dust or maple syrup on you, what's easier to get rid of, like... Dude, that's like a dryer on your hands. Both of those suck. Dude, Cheeto yeah. dust, you're just you're just doing yeah. that. Wipe it on the pants, dude. Constantly. Wipe it on the yeah. pants. That's the move. <laughs> Wipe it on your ass, dude. You know what? You know what? In- interesting wrinkle if you choose the maple syrup, you probably don't have hair ever again on your head. You're probably going bald every time. Like you don't want to have yeah. maple syrup hair. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. There, per- personally, there is nothing you could uh, in this example. <laughs> 
I would rather have my entire body grow Cheeto dust than have have me sweat maple syrup. Like <laughs> the amount that I sweat, the frequency at what I sweat. <clears throat> if dude, if if we if we were playing squash today and I sweat maple syrup, like mop it mop in a bucket, dude. Like, there's no way I'm getting out of there without that. Yeah. It's insane. I'm yeah, I'm a profuse sweater. I know that. <laughs> we had we had somebody in chat say at some point, uh ho- hopefully the interview is for IHOP. <laughs> in which case i would get away with that job no problem hey, nowadays i hope throws anything on pancakes so the cheeto dust want to probably work too they're like hey that's a fucking idea right there you're a smart guy <laughs> where's josh and you just like staying there on fucking <laughs> in the kitchen just sprinkling finished, dude the whole time <laughs> josh we got another order for your fucking weird cheeto pancakes dude what, what was that <laughs> Uh, I don't All like right. salt bay. I call that the nipple tickler. Is what I do. It's what I do to myself when I'm having a good video game. I don't like you know? that. I don't <laughs> like that at all. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Gave you gave you a visual there. My bad. My bad. Yeah, take it away. Okay, Raph, you have some questions written down too, right? Yeah, I got some from some people. Uh, I'm actually. I, I think yours are going to be. Yours are going to have some length to them. I got a couple here. These ones are a bit quicker. Okay. Um, I'll roll through mine, then I'll, I'll shoot it over to you. Um, okay, so this question here is from Mila uh what's the biggest turnoff when you first meet someone now let's talk to the person that meets the most people first i'll go that's me what's up <laughs> uh no raph you go first i i think i i think i told you guys about mine earlier right uh no, i don't think so i, th- I think i told you guys when you guys your, were... la- your laugh no or my laugh? what like their no. laugh my biggest thing is like it, uh, it i find it very annoying and i feel like i might get a little bit of flack for it but it's when like say somebody ah, fuck <laughs> someone said sweating maple syrup in chat um no it's when somebody has like like say somebody believes in some sort of cancel cancel culture when that cancel culture or whatever it is they believe in is a way that they describe their personality you know what i mean like if you're asking them to describe themselves or tell you about themselves and they're like hey like this, 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 and then by the way, this. You know what I mean? I'm like, you don't need to necessarily slip in your form of cancel culture. Like I was on a dating app and one of the things that came up was uh, a trend I can get behind. You know what I mean? And then it was just ACAB, all cops are bad. I'm like, okay, like you're, it's fair for you to have that belief, but I'm like, you also don't have to fucking broadcast that. You know what I mean? Like that should not be a way to describe yourself or like put yourself out there. That was a very specific answer, but like, yeah. When you said it, I was like, there's no way he has this answer without a story behind it. Like, there's yeah, no way you just decide one day. You're like, I fucking hate when people say that. But I'm not saying that this is like a one-up type thing. Like, I'm like, hey, like, believe whatever you want. Like, it's you're ent- all entitled to your own opinion. Like, you can support whatever you want to support. But if you're using that as a way to describe yourself, then that's yeah. when I think that's that's just that's a turn off for me. That's called poor social skills. Is when like, yeah. you, don't, you, you clearly don't know what the objective is when yeah. you are describing yourself like that. Yeah, but anyways, that's just a giant fucking turnoff for me. And it's like it's funny because it comes up often. Yeah, um, Josh, biggest turnoff. Um, I think when someone is too like cocky and almost too influenced by like social media. Yeah, okay. I think that I think that drives me fucking crazy. Like when you base shit off of like. Oh my god, like I have like 10,000 followers on TikTok. Like dude, every like those Do you actually people, run into this? Uh I know a couple people that like I've heard them talk about it and I've been like eavesdropping and I'm like, "Bro, 
Yeah. Like, yeah. And just like even and like just it's more so like on the street. Like I'll be like at a restaurant. Like I'll be eating and like I'll hear the shit, and it drives me crazy because like people think like. And this is a public service announcement for everyone that thinks that like people are paying attention to their, like everyone's paying attention to your life. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody actually does. Seriously, people don't like people don't pay attention to your life. I can tell you that right now. Like, Dude, you our- realize that like us being a podcast, we're trying to get people to listen to us. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. At, like, yeah. and that's fine. But like, also at the same time, like, I do this podcast because I like doing it. I don't like, you know, it's a bonus that like people like it and that's awesome, but I do it because I like it. Uh, you know, so it's, it's more so like, I don't, yeah, like I don't get sad (laughs) and like, I don't rip people for like not listening to my podcast. Whereas people are like, my God, like go check out my TikTok. I'm like, dude, like, holy shit. Like you were so full of yourself. It drives me crazy. These are very interesting things that can happen when you first meet someone. These are very, very detailed analyses. I'm going to go ahead and say, what did we say? The biggest turnoff or the most annoying? (laughs) (laughs) The biggest turnoff when you first meet someone, I would say, if you like this, you guys can call me out if this is too generic, but like if your personality, if your talking personalities don't match up, like if, like if a couple jokes just like fall by the wayside or like over the head, or, you know, if like if the banter just isn't there, you know? I feel like yeah. I'm a big banter guy within like the first conversation for sure. I mean, I haven't really met someone in a long time without with the intention of like, oh yeah, I'm a f- time to flirt the fuck out of this one here. But in the same sense, like I would say that's that's the big one for me is is you kind of got to be able to banter. And if it's I don't want to say the first time's like the the do or die, but it it kind of is a, it kind of sets the tone that's for sure. But All right. <laughs> Okay. if you said that if i said that to megan when i first met her dude it was like talking to a brick wall and she knows that but like that was when we were like 18 so you got to cut someone a break on that point right yeah young love <clears throat> exactly but True. before before we move on from that one i would say the opposite for me the biggest uh, a turn on for the first time meeting someone eye contact that's a big thing for me can you like maintain not weird eye contact how long how long how long do you maintain eye contact before you classify it as being strange not at all. None. That's kind of weird. <laughs> I think I'm, I think I have eye contact for like about a good like four or five seconds before I need to look away. Yeah, but, that's, but I'm also that's just like, very ADD and I just can't focus for too long. Yeah, that's it's not weird. It, yeah, that's on you. You're weird. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. No, it's all good. Um, okay, I'll I'll run through this one. One food for the rest of your life and why. Ooh. I mean, after our last conversation, we said sucking toes. Do maybe it's toes? You want some toes for lunch? Toes for dinner? One food for the rest of your jam. life? Peanut butter and toe jam. Fucking pizza, dude. <laughs> yeah, pizza for me as well. Uh, pizza's I can eat good. Pizza every single I day. T- yeah, I won't take yours. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go tacos. Tacos are good. Tacos are good. Uh, I had this one down immediately. I put burgers. <laughs> burgers. Why buy burgers? What a fucking Alberta answer, dude. You like that triple A Angus, Josh? <laughs> dude, I love burgers, man. Josh, where's the best burger? What is the best burger you've ever had in your life from where? Oh, dude, you can't ask me that. Yeah, I can. There's I just the, did. Dude, what about what <laughs> best burger you've had since you've been in Vancouver? Though, which doesn't really help you that much. No, but. best burger you've had ever. Um. Oh, God, I think we stumped him. Dude, we, like, I'm, we I'm genuinely like... 
you, you, you would have to actually like give me some time. Like you'd have to give me like a week and I'd have to like sit down and like go. Right, back Josh, and, like, look we're going to, we're going to go to this pop-up place called between two buns <laughs> in the next little bit. Burger place. Apparently it's like one of my buddies is a huge food. He's like, this is the best burger place in all of Vancouver. So we have to go. Yeah. hundred fucking percent. I'm always down for a good burger. Sick. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, Elijah has stood up, yeah. buddy. Don't mind me. This whenever I stand up midstream, it just means that my back is now numb and my ass is fully rashed. So that's <laughs> what that that's what that means when I decide to stand up. All um, right. Let Let's kick it to Raph. He's got a he's got a he's got a couple questions here. Uh, I I got I got a few. I think honestly, like the one that intrigues me the most is you guys. You guys got to pick an answer here. Would you rather never be able to grow a beard again? Or Josh, grow a beard in general, or <laughs> <laughs> never be able to manscape. Oh, oh, dude, guess... beard. I could give two shits. I could legit give. You'd be, you'd be like baby face smooth the rest of your life. Yeah, hundred percent. But what if you could grow a beard? Why? Well, I, I but I'm saying though. like, but what, what I'm saying is had... like, would this be would this be a very different? answer if like say like say like you come in to the next podcast yeah. and you have like a fully grown beard and everything like that would you answer the question differently then Maybe answer the question I, as if you could grow a beard because well the thing is is like boys like it's coming in now but like <laughs> he does got a little something going on. you got a little something something going on. but, but here's but here's my thing though is like do i look good with like i don't think i actually look that good with it i do this out of sheer laziness like i don't shave my face <laughs> because i'm lazy yeah like that's so if I didn't, if I got to be baby face Josh, which makes me look younger, which is sick for the rest of my life. Yeah, I'll take it because I know like overall my face will just naturally get older, which is nice. Yeah. You know, and who doesn't yeah. like a clean shaven guy? No offense, boys. What do you mean? No offense. I look like an asshole clean shaven. Well, yeah, you look yeah. weird. You look yeah. weird. Um, well, I, <laughs> thanks. It, it sucks if you have a little bit of a bitch chin. Like I kind of, I think I got a good chin. Josh is an okay chin. Raffle, we'll move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. No, you just had a beard for I, so long. I kind of forget what your chin looks like. Yeah, my thing is though, it's like I just like having a mustache. Like I could give a fuck about a beard, but like I mean, if I had my mustache, like I just want to have my mustache the whole Wait, time. Sorry, what was the other alternative? So, would you rather be baby face or never manscape again? Oh, so you I guys... never tri- never trim like your grundle and stuff. Yeah, never oh, never trim oh, the whimsical oh, forest. I, I'm sorry, but. Like this, this is priority. This is nothing. I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if that doesn't really because, vary from that too much. Because, no, no, <laughs> because this is like Raffle's face. Like it's it's back like that. You know so. what I would? I think I think you might need to flip this question to stump Josh a bit. Would you rather? We're gonna change it, and instead of not being able to grow a beard, what if you could never cut your beard and it like you were growing like a motorbike beard, like like gang gang, you know? Like over your, it's going over your mouth and it's like down to your chest, but you're never allowed to shave it. What? Like you got a biker beard. You know what kind of beard I'm talking about? Yeah. So I've got, okay. So I've got like a Hell's Angels beard. Yes. Right. And you're not allowed to shave it or you can shave your bush. <laughs> or sorry. Or you're not allowed to shave your bush. Well, well, what would you guys do? Well, I'm. <laughs> I'm saying this right now. This is an easy one for me. It sounds like a benefit. I don't. I don't hear this question as not being able to shave my bush. I hear it as I don't have to shave my bush, <laughs> which is kind of how I live right now. So, <laughs> the wizard beard would be pretty sick, though. Yeah, dude. Like, but, dude, <laughs> like if, if I we're talking, if I could look like fucking Dumbledore for the rest of my life, that'd be pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. 
dude i would, that would say be actually fucking sick yeah i would say that if we're talking about like being nice to other people and and being able to shave your bush for other people people do not like kissing a face that's got a wall of hair in front of it like our beards are kind of different but if you got like the biker beard and like you can't even see your lips dude that's like a treasure hunt true but think about it this way that you also easy. grow out your beard for yourself more than anything you don't grow it out for other people you know what i mean true that's yeah. the way i look at my bush as well. i grow it out for other people <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, next next one. Next one that I have. Uh, this is from a female listener. Uh, what is the ideal etiquette for a girl to follow when the bill comes to the table on the first date? Yikes. <laughs> no, that's easy, dude. You just offer. You do the card. Like, I've heard I've heard other people talk about this, too. You just do, like, you pull out the card as a gesture. Now, yeah. I, I still kind of subscribe to the idea, like, it's kind of, if, I'm going to actually I'll make my point first. It's, I, I still think guys should pay for the first date, but I, I do think the girl should like gesture for it. Like you should, you shouldn't just stand there fucking like arms locked on your chest. Like that's kind of dumb. Yeah. But if you're looking for like probably the mo- the etiquette that plays the average, that's probably the way to go. But yeah. I would also say like, even though I believe in paying for the first date, like pretty sexy turn on if you just come out, out of nowhere and you're like, I already paid it or like psych i'm I'm doing it like, and like you try and throw me off like no fuck off i'm paying it that's kind of cool True. yeah uh um, i think i think a big thing oh sorry josh you go yeah i'm i'm kind of in the same boat as elijah here i mean like i'll i'll always pay but like if she's like no no like we're actually gonna like split it this is one or two things that tell me about this number one she's not actually that into it that's kind okay. of my thing the split, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like the split, it's like we're gonna go our separate ways. <laughs> like yeah. that's kind of what I take it as. Okay. Um, if she gestures and she's like, "No, no," like, uh, she's like, "Okay, well, like, well, let's go do this after, and I'll pay for that." You know what I mean? Like, it's like if the date is like a two-part date, like let's say you go simple as dinner and a movie. You know, I yeah. pay for dinner, and then she's like, "Hey, hey, hey!" Like, no, 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 I can do the movie. Like, you got dinner. Like, perfect. That is amazing. However. Yeah. If I pay for everything, am I mad? No. Do I expect yeah. her to pick up some tabs? Yeah, maybe. Depends. Um, it's more so like like Elijah said. It's the the gesture of like, I can pay for this. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, even when you break this down too, like where did where did the idea of guys paying for the bill kind of start from? I think it kind of started because back in the day, like women kind of didn't work, and that like that's a side conversation. That kind of sucks, but in the same sense, like. It was kind of expected of a guy to pay for it because they were the ones working, you know? Yeah, but now, yeah. but yeah, and that's where the dynamic changes nowadays, where it's like, yeah, probably in in the future that might not be a thing anymore. But that's, I think that's my answer. Yeah, I think ultimately all of us, yeah, we're all in the same boat. It's kind of like we will always pay for the first date, but it's like if the gesture's there, then it's really nice. You know what I mean? If let's mm-hmm. say for whatever reason you do gesture and the guy's like, oh, okay, sick, thank you, then it's just kind of <laughs> like, <laughs> then it's like power yeah. move on his end, but also maybe he's not the one. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Moving on. Great, great, great. Uh, next one that I have is would you again from one of our female listeners, would you rather have uh, would you rather be emotionally cheated on or physically cheated on? Okay, I was gonna ask about this. What do you mean like emotionally? Like what do you mean? You are in a relationship with somebody, but their mind is obviously somewhere else with somebody else and they're talking to somebody else. They did they did not do the intercourse, but she's they, she's like in love with them. Or like she's in the moment she's in love with them. She's like speaking she to them, want, interacting with them. But like yeah, she she doesn't really want his his dick like a one priority. You and her are the label. 
Yes. It's like you can uh-huh. tell like she's she's more into the person like his personality dude, or something. I dude, don't know. I don't, I'm trying to hard I'm finding a hard way to explain it. Dude, I don't know. Like the thing is is like it doesn't matter because regardless you're going to feel like shit. You're going <laughs> to feel like shit. Yeah. Um my other follow-up question is like do you, how do you like okay so like the physical cheating like you can like technically like be able to like find that out. Yeah. But, like I'm can you find out about like emotional cheating? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like if she never talks to this person, but like, she is like literally like in love with said guy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, are they talking? Like, can you like catch them? Do like, they're they're interacting. Like if you open her phone, you'll see text messages. Well, and so like, here's the situation. Like, I think they're both. Would you you rather, which one is worse? Uh, I would I would say that I would say the emotional one for sure. I would say the emotional yeah. one. I don't agree. Like, yeah, I, I think emotional for sure. Because like I think, I think, we're I think all fucking emotional. animals inside, dude. We all we all want we all want the, physical I think stuff. The physical, the physical is a cause and effect of the emotional. Yes. Yeah. I hope. I hope. You think I one? Hope. You think one comes? Well, one doesn't always necessarily come before the other. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You would hope. Because There's like, like the situation of like a drunken hookup type thing too, where it's like you just fucked up, you made a mistake, you know that, what I mean? That's but. that's what I that's what I think about. I I picture the scenario being like your significant other like got drunk and fucked someone versus like your significant other spent like four and a half hours and like in a, like an emotional conversation with someone and was like vibing with them, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'd rather I'd rather be fucked on, I guess. Yeah. All right, I got two more questions here. Um, also, fight anyone that comes near my girlfriend. Bring it on. <laughs> like that grizzly Fucking bear, gri- right? I t- yeah, I can take that grizzly bear. <laughs> I can take you for sure if you're out there. Uh, do you guys think getting married is worth it? Yes. I'm 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 split on this one, Raph. Where are you at? I don't think it's necessary. It's yeah. obviously something that a lot of people enjoy. As far as having like a big wedding, I don't think that's necessary. If people elope, I think that's also all right. <laughs> so you covered that's, all your bases, hey? That's that's my take. Yeah, like fucking Mr. ultimately fucking do whatever Mr. you want. Safe with your answer, like yeah, dude. Like yeah, I, I think getting getting married is worth. It. I think it's gonna be a sick experience and all that kind of jazz. But it's like I feel like in the direction that our world is going in, it's just that like people aren't gonna be having these like giant extravagant weddings. Like sure, there might be a phase after COVID when people start. Uh, what's it called? when people start kind of, I guess, kind of catching up for lost time, for lack of a better term, and like getting all those experiences out of the way. But I think like in the next like few hundred years, like most people are just going to be eloping. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I don't think marriage is going to be around in, in like another 150 mm-hmm. to 100 years. Yeah. At least uh, not be mainstream. Yeah. Because I think like I, everyone's just going to be like, I don't know, like it's going to sound weird, but it's like you're financially more stable if you don't have a marriage, right? Yeah, it's just so it's much just, fucking money. This is the thing that I think our society will figure out too. It's not so much that like marriage is this super flawed thing. It's for me, it's a divorce process right now. That's like a very super flawed idea that we have in society where it's, there's all this like hoopla about maybe you just shouldn't have married someone if it like ends quickly or something like that. I just, I don't understand how, how it becomes like such, I understand, but I think there's such a fundamental flaw that it becomes such an expensive thing. Like, yeah. not only do you, like, go through, like, the, the courts to, like, divide up the important things, like, fucking assets and kids, but... Yeah, that's a pre... Wait, are you talking about divorce? Yeah, yeah like, when, when people oh. go through divorce, like, if it's if it's at all messy, like, there's tons of lawyer involvement. I think even if there's not... Even if it's, like, the cleanest one ever, there's still lawyers involved. Yeah. Okay, you know? well... It's for legal reasons. Okay, but, well, like, that, that's an inefficiency. Okay, well, here is Josh's 
We're going to take a turn down Josh's sappy corner with his <laughs> cheesy fingers that he ever so loves. Um, my perspective is if you're getting married and you're like, if you're thinking about, oh my God, the divorce is going to be such a pain in the ass. Why the fuck are you getting married? Now, obviously we're talking about this from the outside looking in, right? Like, cause like my parents are divorced. Don't, don't really remember it. Um, but you're right, Elijah, like the, the lawyers, it's a pain in the ass. And like my, my, di my divorce knowledge goes as far as the opening scene of wedding crashers. That's what I picture divorce as. Yeah. Um, but I, I think like the, the institution of marriage, like the actual, I, I kind of like it, you know, like, I think it's like you are committing to this person for the rest of your life. And then all you're doing is like, you're putting that down on paper. Now I also agree with Raph where, yeah, you don't need, I don't need a big fucking wedding with everyone, with everyone there. Like you don't, like you really don't. Like yeah. I asked my mom about when she married my dad and she's like, dude, like we, we both had people there that like, we didn't even know. Like it was yeah. just like not necessary. Yeah. Um, and like, she even admitted that. And, my, and I asked my dad too, he's like, yeah, he's like, there were some people there. He's like, why the fuck are they there? Yeah. Um, so but yeah, I think I think the I think marriage, I think hundred percent marriage is worth it. Hundred percent. Because like, dude, like you get to call you get to be a husband or you get so to what's be the, yeah. like what's that's the a pro, cool, what's that's the pros cool here? I think the pros is like you're you're actually like committed to someone for the rest of your life. Not saying that you wouldn't be before, but it's just like By law. Just, yeah, like by law. Like I think it's actually like just kind of like a phenomenon. You actually like carry a title. Yeah. You know, a different title. You know, that this is my wife. She takes her last yeah. name. You know, you have kids. Like it's like kind of like the whole it's the whole process of it. You yeah. know. So when people yeah, like talk about divorce, like most people have a cynical point of view because A, they like obviously we all know divorces usually tend to be messy and that tends to be like a you know, like kind of like a bloody process. But there's also divorces I would say that are actually like really sad. Like Yeah, totally they just grow apart and it's just kind of like depressing to be around. Yeah. You know? And th that's more what I was more pointing my comments towards. It's not, it's not like this idea that when you get married, having that idea of divorce already in your head, that's not what I mean. I mean more as an overarching view of the idea of marriage and, and like just how divorce kind of impacts our society now is this idea <laughs> that I'm pretty sure this is not, a, not my, my checked fact, but if two people are like mutually getting a divorce and have no problem with each other, you still have to go through lawyers. And in the end, you end up paying a decent amount of money to get this process done, which yeah. makes no sense to me. Like how can, why, like, why does that cost money? You know what yeah. I mean? Well, I think, I think the only time like lawyers actually like get involved though, is when you actually like, like when you're actually f starting to fight over assets. Like that's the yeah. only time. Like if you guys have a mutual agreement and it's like, Hey, like I'm going to take everything that I own. You're going to take everything that you own. And I think some people have like joint bank accounts and shit. And it's like, let's just go down the middle and we'll split it. You know, yeah. I, I think like where, I, like, where shit comes into play is like, well, we only drive one car. So who gets the car? Well, we only have one yeah. house. So who gets the house? Like, like that's where I think lawyers kind of, get in the way of that stuff or like that's where they need to get involved and that's where it gets messy because like those are like the most valuable assets mm -hmm. so anyway interesting my opinion 
Yeah, I bet uh, there's there's probably very obvious answers for the questions that I have, but that's yeah. okay. Raph, what's uh, the last one? The last one is, in your first season of hockey, what is your projected over-under? For, for points. 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 Okay, so let's let's give Josh a situation so he he knows what he's answering here. So Josh, you're gonna be your first line left wing. Everyone gets about the same ice time though, so it's like doesn't really mean much. How many how many games are we playing? We're playing about sixteen. Mm, I would take I would take the over on eight. Eight, eight points? Yeah. Eight points total. Yeah. A point every other game. Yeah. Not bad. I'm giving myself, I think I have 15. I have 15 points as a defenseman, too. I'm fucking Hughes out here. I'm <laughs> solid, dude. <laughs> point for game, Quinn Hughes out here. <laughs> yeah, that's me, dude. Mr. Confident. Anyways, I think that's all we got for today, right, guys? That's definitely it. Yeah. A late, definitely a laid-back episode out there. Thanks for joining us, the people in the chat. To the people out in the podcast version, thanks for listening to us. We always appreciate it. Uh, like and subscribe. Share it with your friends. That's all we can ask. Uh, we're going live again probably late Tuesday night and then again on Sunday. We do this every Sunday, Tuesday. So if you're listening on podcast form, check it out. We're always here. Always here to listen to everybody. And uh, Goats and Wotes coming up on on Tuesday, right? We'll have to announce Are we doing names? Are. First names? I think we should do first names. Oh, I, I think we, we should split it into a two, two-parter. Uh, this Tuesday, do male names. And the next Tuesday, do female names. <laughs> I'm down. That's sick. <laughs> That'll be fine. <laughs> That's going to be so sick. Uh, Shane uh, in the chat asking what time on Tuesday. Probably looking at 11. Right, boys? Yeah. 11 p.m. Yeah. Pacific time. I think that's what we look at. Late one. Mm -hmm. All right. Dope. Well, it's been fun, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, boys. All right. Bye, guys. Later. Oh, harder, baby.